Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Connecting to the big show. In three, two, one. With everything that you're doing, you're doing with your cars. You will have no privacy whatsoever with your own cash. You can open the zip and the sandwich. It's just incredible. People drink responsibly and people drink irresponsibly. And then we have trouble outside. Join the conversation. Call 0818-969696. Extra WhatsApp 083-396-9696. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. I love these surveys, you know, that come out. They come out all the time, but I love the ones that come out around Christmas. That's an amusing one that says the 23rd of December will be the busiest shopping day, you know. In other news, water is wet. Did you ever hear that one? Yeah. There was another part of it which said that men spend more money in the pub around that time than women do. Well, you see, <laughs> there's a certain conversation that links into that, that goes, you know what now, love, you go for a pint, I have a few bits to do, I'll only be an hour. That's the last bit. I'll only be an hour. Sure, you don't want to be dragging around the clothes shops, do you? Go on away, have yourself a pint, love. I'll only be an hour. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> no, I, I just find that one very amusing. You know, 23rd of December is the busiest day of the year for Christmas shopping. And in other news, the sun can burn you sometimes. <laughs> Good morning. I know it's Friday, lads. It's two weeks to the holidays. We've a lot to get through. 0818969696, the number. The text to WhatsApp is 083-396-9696. And your email is opinion at 96fm.ie. Now, I don't know about you, whether you're waiting on parcels to come from couriers, but there was another survey I read during the week, which again was kind of stating the bleeding obvious that a lot of people are waiting on parcels from couriers, but about 50% of us will do something that involves a courier this month, or indeed certainly over the next two weeks. And the next week, from Monday to Friday of next week, I suppose a seven-day week now, is the busiest week of the year for couriers and deliveries. And you know, it's great when they turn up and it's great when everything is tickety-boo and it's great when everything is that is good because, you know, it's just how we do things now and whether you're buying from an Irish company, a local company, you can still get a courier. We're all using them. And every December, we start getting calls 
this didn't turn up or that didn't turn up or the box was open or the thing was damaged. Uh, and Tom, I think this is something you wanted to raise with us as the, as we begin the run into Christmas. Good morning. Good morning, sir. It is, yes. I was in a conversation with a lady over the last few days. She received a courier delivery with one of her packages open and, and items missing out of it. Right. And um, to contact the courier... Uh, is nearly impossible. It's a, an email, no phone line contact or anything. It's an email and very long time to even get a reply. Mm-hmm. Um, then following that, over the next few days, uh, two other deliveries of three packages each, one of the packages in each delivery open, but nothing taken. And um, I'm wondering what's going on, because when you contact the, the, the trader and they tell you that they sent out everything in a sealed envelope, Mm-hmm. Um, surely if it arrives inside into a station where for to be delivered, they should take notice in the courier station or warehouse whether the packages are open or not and put in a letter saying this package was open on delivery. My advice to, to my friend was um, make out a general email. Mm-hmm. Send a copy of that email to the courier, a copy to the Garda Shiacana headquarters, a copy to the minister's office, and go in then with a copy of the email and hand it over to the local Garda station. Because it is not good enough. And uh, whilst um, my friend's uh, um, delivery is a once-off for her, I'm wondering how often is this replicated right across uh, not just the county of Cork, but all of Ireland. Breaking into a package is interfering with somebody's property. I, I, I get that entirely, Tom. I, d- I don't know if the guards are not run off their feet enough without having a load of that to, to investigate. But but your point is a valid one. The one I'm interested though in is, well, if I buy something from Tom Brennan, yeah. and he says I'll courier that to you, whose responsibility is the package? Is it Tom Brennan's responsibility to get it to me safe and intact, or is it the courier's responsibility? It is the responsibility because like the post office the courier is being paid that there's a fee charged to the by the courier to carry that to your door and they are licensed to do so and that's where uh, well, it's the very same as if i post the letter the very moment that letter goes into the letter box it automatically becomes the legal responsibility of the the post office i see and uh, if you're paying for something uh, and you're not getting it from the from the courier service, now you did mention there uh, something very important. You said that uh, this is another problem on top of other problems for the guardie, and they are run off at their feet. There's no two ways about it. But then, if it's if there's something being taken out of these envelopes and out of these packages, it's a crime. It's the crime of theft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isolating where that theft occurred could be difficult. No, it, it couldn't. It's it's very very simple. If the package arrives inside in the in the warehouse, somebody has to receive the package. Mm-hmm. All you have to have is a, a little pad of printed the documents, put a document into it, sign your name to it. So I buy my item from Tom, and he yeah. packages it up, and he seals it, and he sends it to the courier. You're suggesting that it be checked and stamped on arrival, and then when it goes onto the van, it be checked and stamped, and when it comes to my front door, if it's open then somewhere between my front door and the check and stamp, you, you know the, the part of the journey where it was opened. Yes, because when it comes into the, into the courier service, it, all it takes is, if, I'm saying, if the package is open, label it as that it arrived open. Yes. 
But not only that, uh, PJ, but if I was driving, I, I actually used to do cash in transit. I used to drive a vehicle for cash in transit. Okay. And I, when I pick up um, money to deliver to the bank for a client of mine, they had a docket inside in the bag saying how much was in the bag. Mm-hmm. So, by, so when I got to the bank, if there was any money missing, I'm responsible for it. And if I'm a courier driver and I'm putting packages into my van to deliver to PJ Coogan and I see that this package is open and I knock on the door and I hand over the package and I say, Mr. Coogan, this package was handed to me this morning for delivery to you. This is the condition I found it in. Mm -hmm. They have to know. It's not a case of somebody throwing in all packages into your van and saying, get out and deliver them. It's all very automated now and very computerized, particularly if you yes, buy from, is. say, Amazon. Amazon tells you where your package is on the same road, in the same park, on the same day. Yeah, I actually got one in this morning, a part for, for a car, for my car, in from England. And I was actually told I could track it from the time I left England uh, until the time it was delivered here this morning. So there's, there's, no, there's no great difficulty at all about tracking, tracking the packages. None whatsoever. Let's put it out there and see what people say. These calls come in every December. Package ordered, comes in, package open. Now, item not damaged or anything, but package open. But package open and something missing. That, that's that's right. a serious problem. I'd also like to talk to someone, Tom, if I could, who'd got a package that was open and something yeah. might have been missing. What yeah. happened when you complained? Like, what happened when your friend complained? Well, she hasn't got any reply yet. I've just gone back now two, three weeks. Tom, we'll talk again. Maybe someone has more answers than we have between us, but thank you. No, sir. Thank you very much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Welcome, Tom. It's timely. It's very timely. I found that survey. It was done by Ring. and They're the people who have those cameras now that you can put on your front door. You know those ones? I think I think it's a division of Amazon. Everything is a division of flipping Amazon these days, but you know yourself. Ring did a survey Now, it's in the UK, but you could apply it here. The average household will have about 70 parcels a year delivered. Okay, And in the festive season, which they count as being mid-November to late December, the average house gets about a dozen parcels. Those um, figures were compiled, as I said, by Ring, the company that does these electronic cameras that you can put on your front door and it sees who was there. And look, to be fair, on the on the whole, I, couriers do a, a marvellous job. I get my contact lenses sent to me by courier once a month and it is tickety-boo. It is quick smart. I order today and they'll be there Monday. Uh, and it really is fast and efficient. And I personally, in all my years, have never had a problem with a courier delivering anything to my door. And I've ordered everything from contact lenses to tellies and during the lockdown during the pandemic when it was all courier and all vans and all deliveries and all shopping like that never had a problem either maybe I'm just lucky Joan you have had a problem with a courier in only the last week or so morning yes I have good morning PJ yes I have um last Thursday I was due a delivery as per the email I got from them and uh, nothing arrived. And then I got another email saying that they had tried to deliver, but that they weren't able. Mm-hmm. So that's when I kind of got a little bit cross because I have uh, a camera on my doorbell 
and no one had tried anything that day. And we were actually at home all day anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, so then uh, it was suggested that I could go to the depot. And then I decided I would do that the following day, went to the depot and... Um, there was quite a few people there before me. Same problem. They all had the same problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually it was my turn. And the very, very frazzled supervisor um, did contact the driver while I was there. And I could hear the conversation between the two of them. Um, couldn't hear the driver, but uh, could gather that he was trying to say that he returned my parcel mm-hmm. to the depot and the supervisor said, no, you didn't. It's not, it hasn't been scanned back in and went on and on and on. And then he just said to me, look, um, he said, I'm, I'll, I'm getting over here with this. He said, I'll ring you back. He took my phone number and I've never heard a word from them since. Right. So, yeah, my parcel is missing. So that's two chapters yeah. now. The parcel didn't come to your house you, yeah. get a, you got an email saying that they tried to deliver it, but they couldn't. But you have evidence from your own camera that yeah. that, that contradicts that. You went to the warehouse. The warehouse have no notion of what happened to the parcel. Next chapter. No. Yeah. So then uh, I then actually put it up on um, a local Facebook we have here with, um, it's called What's on Ballycotton, yeah. just to see if anyone had, you know, maybe someone had got it by error. And I opened the floodgates, honestly. You can't imagine the amount of people who have trouble with this particular company. Right. One woman in particular found a parcel by her bins, and sorry, by chance that she actually didn't throw it out with the bins. Things like that. So there was a whole load of complaints. And then somebody said, why don't you get on to Comreg? Mm-hmm. And I did. I did. And they are going to sort it out. So what did Comreg say when you made your report? So firstly, she said, the girl that I spoke with said, yes, we can actually deal with this because I wasn't sure if they could. Yes, we can. There's a bit of a process. It's going to take, I'd say, maybe six to eight weeks, but I don't mind. I'm quite prepared to wait. I want my money back. You want your money back. Have you completely given up on getting your parcel at this stage? Oh, completely given up. Completely given up, yeah. Well, I mean, once I went to the depot and I could hear that um, supervisor trying to get the driver to say what had happened. You see, apparently they scan everything onto the, the various vans. So my parcel was definitely seen to be scanned onto this van and that's the end of it. No one knows where it's gone. So it is in, someone has it somewhere, but I don't have it. So, um, yeah, I have given up on it. And Joan, yeah, a quick that. question. Were Comreg, shall we say, familiar with the nature of your complaint? She didn't say, I have to be fair now, she didn't say, but the instant I mentioned the company's name, oh yes, we can deal with them. You know, mm. there was no hesitation. The minute, so, and, and we're I, grateful to you, Joan, for not naming the company today, at least. Yeah. But when you named it to Comreg, Comreg was familiar. I felt they were, yeah. Well, no. Absolutely. Clearly you're and, not alone and, because already I can see the lights lighting. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm absolutely sure I'm not alone. But I think that sometimes we get a little bit maybe complacent and maybe saying, all oh, right, that's the end of that. Or maybe it will come next week. I'm not prepared to wait for that. And, you know, a lot of people actually would be dependent on these uh, couriers 
to deliver things. People who are maybe housebound <laughs> and um, it would be very off-putting if you got caught a couple of times, wouldn't it? And at this time of the year, we all use it. I use Absolutely, these services yeah. myself. I've, yeah. I've never been unlucky, I have to say. I'm luckily yeah. enough, I've, I've never had an issue. But yeah. Comrade have said to you that they have a process by which you can get your money back. It's it's yes. some relief at least, but you shouldn't have to go to that extent. No, no. And you know, all the all this is all, it's like hassle really, you know. Mm. I just send in a formal complaint into the company. It wasn't my first time emailing them. They never responded to any of the emails I sent already. So uh, it had to be like a formal complaint. Oh, yeah. And I did mention that I, I had been with Comrig. And now that Comrig um, are involved, they have to deal yeah, with them. Yeah, no. yeah, Joan, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Come back to me if you get any word before Christmas, won't you? I will indeed. Oh, gosh, if there's any, any follow-up at all, I'll let you know, uh, PJ. Yeah. And if, should anyone ha- if anyone should happen to find your parcel, definitely give me a call. Yeah, oh, gosh, yes, I will, of course, yeah. Joan, thank you. Have a good day. Thanks for your time. Thanks, PJ. Bye-bye. You're welcome, Joan. I got a, this is a good one. I got a package, this message, for Maria Matthews. It came from Australia. It's my address and my air code, but I'm not Maria Matthews. Is there a Maria Matthews around Cork expecting a package from Australia? We can help to put you in touch with whoever has your, your package. I was saying there before I was talking to Joan that, that I order a lot myself, ordered everything from a contact lenses, which is every month, um, to to um, to tellies. And I remember one incident in particular, which a couple of Christmases goes during one of the lockdown Christmases, I ordered a telly. Uh, it would have been about the 2nd or 3rd of December. And the telly arrived from a very well-known company, bought it through their online portal, and telly arrived, telly was opened, and there's a big dent in the screen as if someone had put their fist into the telly and I thought, oh god this looks like a transit accident but but here you go and I went about the process got onto their courier division and they said oh yeah that's okay that's a transit that's a transit problem we can we can fix that that's no problem it'll be January I said no I need a new teddy for Christmas and to be fair and I tell you it was it was Curry's actually I went from the courier side of it and the warehouse side of it straight to the company and I said listen I ordered a telly it came broken it was a trans and they had a new telly for me out from the shop in 24 hours which is how things should be done but there's what Tom was raising the point I bought from that company from Curry's the thing arrived broken and I felt that my purchase was with Curry's and it was Curry's were duty bound to fix me up and they did Quickly and promptly, I have to say. Um, but we might get some legal advice in a minute. 0818 10k toy giveaway. Today's the final day. Two more, two more 500 euro toy giveaways this evening with Izzy after six. We'll find our last qualifier from the opinion line after 11 today. The password you're looking for today. It couldn't be easier. It's bells. All right. That's after 11. And if we call you back, you're in the door to win. Uh, two t- sh- shopping sprees to give away with Smith's Toys every day. The Corks 96FM 10K toy giveaway with your local credit union, helping you have a wonderful Christmas. Mohammed is a courier. 
and he wants to talk to me next. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, focus solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cox 96 FM. We're playing all your favourite Christmas hits after midday on Cork's 96FM. Happy holidays. With your local mace, savings with a smile, all through the Christmas season. Now, Mohammed, you're driving a courier van, and I imagine you are as busy as ever, as, as you've ever been around this time of the year. Morning. Good morning, PJ. What would you like to say, sir? I would like to say is absolutely this is the peak time and is the craziest time of the year. And we are working around the clock, PJ, um, 12 to 14, even sometimes 18 hours a shift. We have only a time to see. We are trying our best to get the customer's needs and get the parcel to be delivered in the perfect and honest way. One parcel is item is missing. I understand a lot of parcels get broke down, a lot of parcels get damaged. I understand totally the frustration of the customers. But stealing and the robbery and the criminal, that's, that's not the case. We are hardworking people. On behalf of all the courier companies, including and post, I know everybody, and they are hardworking people and trying to get the job done before the Christmas Eve. Okay. And we are working seven days, PJ round the clock and on the road in any weather, PJ, when people are home waiting for their parcel and we are in extreme weather, we are working round the clock. Mm-hmm. So that is, 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 is not 99.9% of the parcel being delivered in perfect way. If it's one parcel or 10 parcel, 100,000 parcel, 150,000 parcel we are getting in one courier a day. Yeah. So no, Mohammed, have... I appreciate all of that. And indeed, in my own park alone where I live, I, I see the extent of, of how busy you guys are. Maybe you could assist me in terms of a parcel. So, so a parcel is coming to me from wherever I've bought it, and you are the, the courier. What checks are done when my parcel goes into your van? Absolutely. We. The parcel is came from the main depot into Cork, say, for example. And the sorters, they put all the parcels into the different bay, different, different areas. So all the parcels being scanned twice is security check and whole lot to make sure it's all the parcels. I, uh, that's how we work every single day. We, at 5 o'clock, we are in the depot. And 24 hours, basically, today, um, um, Christmas period, the people are working the depot is 24 hours, almost 24 hours because the truck is came at 12 o'clock and then the night sorter, they sort all the parcels, scan twice to make sure in the depot. I understand the frustration of the, some of the customers. They are uh, waiting for their parcels and they didn't deliver. Sometimes it's missort mis- and sometimes it's misplaced. I understand that. But again, is 99% of the parcel mm-hmm. in deliver and perfectly no issue at all. Some, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. If, you, if I am waiting for parcel for a week or two days or three days and I don't get my parcel in perfectly, I understand my frustration. But again, we not the people are robbers or theft or okay. anything okay. to break in the parcels. 
to take in something item from the parcel. That's not the case, PJ. That's totally wrong. Okay, okay. Um, and I accept that, and I accept what you're what you're telling me. But I must also accept, say, Joan's situation where her parcel didn't arrive, or or Tom's friend where the parcel arrived and it was open and something had been taken out of it. So that could be. Yes, yes, PJ. I understand totally. Understand the frustration. I understand where they come from. Is anything can happen? Anything can happen. This parcel is broke. It, it's not the courier that it broke the parcel and take the item out. No, that's not the case. Okay. The parcel, it can be from where it's come from. It's, it came as it is. And the plastic bag, PJ, if there's a clothes inside the plastic bag, okay, they're vacuum packed. And the parcel, almost a lot of them is break down because the plastic bag is very, very fragile. Boxes is break down fragile. We try to fix our... We, we try to even depots, staff, they've tried to fix all the parcel before they gave it to us, you know. I know. I understand. So I was explaining there a while ago about something that I bought, a television that I bought during lockdown, and it arrived broken, and the apologies from the company, from the, from the courier side, I got a full apology over the telephone. A very, very nice guy rang me. It was all apologies. So I understand that, Mohammed, and and and, th- and thank you for for bringing the voice of the courier to us this morning because we appreciate uh, you, you guys. Thank you very much, Peter. No, thank you very I mean, much. Did you did you tell did you tell the lads your name was Muhammad Ali? Yes, I am. Do Do you ever get anyone? I know that name. Do you have you ever boxed? <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, you didn't see my muscles yet, PJ. I'd like to show you my muscles. <laughs> I'm not that he's a great man. He's the great icon of the world. Yeah. Yes, I'm not near there for sure. My name is Muhammad Ali. And thank you to uh, thank you to invite me for to, to, to put my views on this platform for as a, behalf of all the courier companies oh. around Ireland that are working very hard. And thank you very much. And I understand. I apologize the frustration of some of the customers who have and they didn't see uh, they didn't get their parts and perfectly I totally apologize about that and we try our best to get that done before the Christmas Eve yes very grateful to you for bringing the voice of the courier to the opinion line Mohammed thank you Mohammed Ali uh, sounds like a true professional doesn't he in fairness to him uh, Vicky morning you're 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 uh, waiting on flowers is it Oh no, I, I'm, I'm currently delivering flowers. Oh, you're myself, delivering them? Good, good. Yeah, I'm delivering my, them myself. But no, um, there two weeks ago, we had placed an order with a very established sports company. Um, and we had gotten an email a week later to say, okay, your package is on its way. It has reached the courier service. And myself and my husband were very excited because we finally got something for ourselves. And the parcel came and my husband just turned around and he was like, what did you buy? And I was like, what? And he was like, what did you buy? And I was like, just what you asked. And went into the sitting room and lo and behold, the biggest box I've ever come across in my life. Sure enough, my name and my house address, my postcode, everything was on the box. And I knew straight away by looking at it, it was not mine. Um, So I opened the box. I knew that there would be an invoice in it. Um, and just by like the invoice, of course, is at the very bottom of the box. So I went through all the stuff, and I could tell straight away by the the expense that was spent on the products that were there. They were very high end products, and because of the variety, I knew that it was obviously for a family. 
Um, and obviously coming up to Christmas... It sounds to me, Vicky, like you ordered a pair of runners and got a treadmill. Was it something like well, that? Like, I literally... Do you know what I did? I actually ordered two jackets. That's right. what I ordered. And, yeah. like, what turned up was just something, like... Like, I would have only loved to have been able to spend the money on it. Um, like, there was so much there. And I could tell straight away, OK, right, this has got to be someone's Christmas. Like, it has to be something for mm. Christmas. Um, and I, sure enough, I rooted down to the bottom of the box, pulled out the invoice, and it was poor, some poor lady in Sussex, in England, um, is order. So they had taken her order, placed my label on the box um, instead of my products. So they had swapped their labels completely around. Mm-hmm. And, like, when the courier came... Like, I knew, like, we, we know our courier, so it wasn't too bad. And, like, we just contacted him to come back to tape up the box, to return it back to um, where we got it, and then for them to forward it on to her. But I just knew, if it was me, I would be very worried, especially at this time of year, parcels go missing all the time. And if you're reliant on it for Christmas, yeah, I was like, okay, look, it's not like as if she's down the road. She's in another country. So I I did a bit of detective work and uh, I went on to Facebook and I found her and I just popped her a quick message and I said, look, did you order from this? And, and she said, yeah, I definitely did. And I said, I got your parcel by mistake. And she was like, oh, I can collect it from you. And I said, unless you want to get a plane to Ireland, <laughs> yeah. you can't get it. Um, I said, look, I have sent it back to the courier. The courier has it. But just so you know, there will be more than likely a delay with your parcel, but we have done everything on our side to make sure it's sent directly to you instead. Um, and, like, I contacted the company. Like, I mean, to be fair, it actually was nothing to do with the courier um, because it, it had happened in the packing process. Okay. So it was a case of my label, my address, was put on of her box of property. Stuff. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Did it get and sorted, Vicky? Yeah, it got sorted. Now, to be fair, like, I mean, my concern then was, right, we've we've sorted her out, but where's our stuff? Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. And so I had contacted the company directly um, numerous times, and like that, I couldn't get a human response. It yeah. was all these automated texts. Oh, yeah, it was just automated texts. Like, oh, and then if you didn't respond within two seconds, they would say, oh, due to unre- an unresponse activity, we are now ending this online chat. Can I make a suggestion to you, Vicky? Because I had that broken telly arrive from a very reputable company and the courier people were so apologetic but there was no no way they were getting me one before Christmas. And when I rang, I got onto the company directly, I got that automated stuff. I went to, we used to call it Twitter, now I call it Twix. Found them on Twitter, find them on social media, direct message them. Yeah, and, and they like may sort we, you. We, we, no, but now to be fair, we, we got our parcel oh, within good. five days. Do you know, we did. Oh, and good. I do think that a lot of that was down to, um, like, it was down to the courier because obviously we didn't get a whole lot of information from um, where we had ordered the stuff from. And yeah. like that, it was just a bit of confusion, but I just <laughs> felt. So awful for that lady because I know knew. I'll come and get it. No, it's unless you want to fly to Ireland. That that yeah. that's, that's bad. We know, have, I, we've one in this morning. I read it out earlier on. There's someone um, has a package that's come from Australia for Maria Matthews. It's at her address. It's at her airport, but she ain't Maria Matthews. So does anyone 
knows who Maria Matthews is, there's a package waiting for her in somebody's house. Vicky, I'll leave it there for no reason other than time. We're slammed up. Thank you very much. She got somebody else's package from the UK. It does happen. And look, Mohammed and his mates and his colleagues are working flat out. Like you said, round the clock. I've just got an email myself this morning. Something I bought uh, from an Irish company, I do hasten to stress, has been delivered this morning. So it does happen. I bought it on Wednesday and it's been delivered this morning. We need to find out what's our legal rights here, which we will do at some point very, very soon. Magical Blarney, of course, with us again for one more day. A 250 euro voucher for Blarney Woolen Mills. We've had every day this week. Three audio clues. A song, a movie and a Christmas sound. Here's your three for today. Easy peasy. Santa's coming to town. Easy. Oh my God! Staying with Courier's next. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cox 96 FM. You want the biggest hits? Yeah, we are really hooked on this now. Oh, this song is class. Oh my God, when I just heard it down, I got into the car, I just bought it right back. You got them right here. The Hit Mix. The Hit Mix. On Cork's 96 FM. I want new music. I want to hear that new tune. Fresh. Fresh new music. The Hit Mix with Brian McAvoy. The Hit Mix. On your smart speaker. On your phone. And on your radio. Weeknights from 8. On Quartz 96 FM. Denise, your parcel, what happened with it? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. I'm kind of part of it in the sense that I did, my parcel has gone missing. Right. I bought a parcel online, uh, I bought a present online for my daughter, and it, I got a notification to say it was delivered last Thursday to the residence. I was here. Nothing was delivered. So I got on to them again. And they did, they, they checked my <coughs> address and my barcode. And they said, yes, that's correct. And I said, well, where is it? And they said, sorry, it must be lost. Right. So I then, they then offered me a refund to my card or a refund via gift card. And I said, well, which is faster? And they said, a gift card. So I said, grand, I'll take the gift card. So went back online because I had to rebuy the present because it's a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And it cost me 10 euro extra because the price had gone up. <laughs> Is there any chance, Denise, and I only ask because this has happened to me, that the parcel you didn't think had arrived, could it be in your neighbour's house? Because they might have no. said, I'll take that for them. No, because I was talking to my neighbour last night. Right. And the neighbour down the bottom, the bot- there's, it's like four cottages and there's two in front and then there's a footpath up to the other two. And the one right next door to me, uh, I was talking to him last night, and then the, the woman down below is actually um, away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I know the man was actually out on Thursday last week. He was out all day. I see. And, and, and the problem. company is saying, and thank you for not naming them, the company is saying it now appears to be lost in the system. That's what they said. It appears to be lost. Yet it said on the notification I got that it was delivered to the residence. Ouch. And I was the, I was here in actual fact. I did go out for a short while, but there were painters here all day. Mm-hmm. And they, I asked them and they said, no, nobody rang the doorbell, nothing. And I have a porch 
um, and parcels are left there a lot of the time because I'm yeah. the last house. Yeah, and, yeah. And have you got uh, a little hidey hole in the porch like I have? No, and, no? No, 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 because I'm for the very last house and there's nobody, unless they're coming up to deliver or call for some reason, all my parcels have been quite safe. Yes. I've okay. never had a problem. Even the postman, um, if he leaves a parcel, if I'm there, he all he does is tap on the door, leaves the parcel aside and goes away. Yeah. But if I'm not there, he knows it's quite safe. Yeah, yeah. It's quite safe. I'm up in a little, if you like, the two houses, there's nothing beyond us, the wall. Okay. Basically a wall. If you like, it's a little cul-de-sac, but it's only led into it by a footpath. But the company gave you a tenner and then you went to rebuy it. No, they gave me a refund of the whole money. Well, they gave you a refund. Right. But um, when I went to rebuy it, I looked at the price and I said, oh, that's gone up. But I had to buy it because it was a Christmas present. So it cost me an extra has, 10 years. Has it come now? Not yet. I only did that now. It only happened yesterday that I got through to them eventually. All right. Here's hoping it comes, Denise. Thank you. Good luck with that. 0818969696. Now, Raynor, you were listening to Mohammed, and I'd completely forgotten this. He was saying that. You know, the couriers are working around the clock at the moment, literally. Um, and there's something you found worrisome in that. Morning. Morning, PJ. How are you? How are you? We, now, I'm assuming that he's taking all his breaks, but just something a little bit worrisome about what he was saying. Yeah, but uh, like if, you, if, if you've got a professional driver, be it a van, truck, uh, even couriers now should be brought into this as well for 12, 14, 18 hours a day. If a, cur- if a driver is... Dr- um, sorry, one second there now. The limit of nine hours per day driving um, a lorry or HGV driver, they cannot drive for more than four and a half hours without taking a break. You can drive a maximum of 56 hours per week. Now, if these couriers are driving 12, 14, 18 hours a day, mm. which means seven days a week, that means that they're doing... Um, on 12 hours a day, that means they're going 84 hours a week. I, I'm assuming, Reynard, that, that, that what they're doing is you might have three or four guys using the same van. Not necessarily all driving the same van around the clock. That would be my assumption. Well, there's a lot of the career, um, they will be self-employed, um, subcontracted into be one of the big logistic companies, career companies. Understood. Driving vans. So the um, the likes now of Joe Bloggs Career Company would, would bring in um, Paddy Bloggs to do Understood. deliveries. Or if I and have a courier, if I have a courier company and I am extra work on at Christmas, I would insure yeah. somebody else on my van, and he he does a shift. No, they, the, the the subcontracted career driver would come in. He'd obviously have to have his own insurance for career work. Yeah, yeah. And like that now, I presume that they will be getting paid per drop, like some courier companies do. So the more drops you do, the more you get paid. And then you'll be, you, um, you could be possibly doing pickups as well on the way. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, PJ has a parcel to go to, um, Dublin. It will be picked up by a courier. That means that the courier picking it up will be getting, will be getting paid mm-hmm. per pickup and drop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be, you'd be hoping that people are staying uh, within their allocated uh, legal driving limit. A professional driver is legally limited in the amount they can drive per week. Raynor, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, the, look, the depots are on the go 24-7 at the moment. 
with vans coming and going hither and hither and yon, as they say, one would assume, hope, that the drivers are taking appropriate breaks. And look, if you are a courier driver and you're listening to me this morning, chances are you're brilliant at your job and and you're probably saying, but we're doing the best we can. We know that. We know that. And we hope that you get all the rest that you need as well, because that's important too. Here's one that says, PJ, my problem with couriers is they drop parcels on the ground outside the door. Now, this is not good enough. Anybody could just steal them or they could get wet. I think the gentleman, I think you're referring to Tom here, is wrong about it being the responsibility of the courier. I paid the shop, so my contract is with the shop, not with the courier. It's the shop has the contract with the courier, so there's no point getting onto the courier. I always get onto the shop and they sort it. Because it's the shop who pays the courier. Your contract is with whom you pay. Please don't read out my name. I won't. But what we will do is we get a legal opinion on that. Because I think you're right, caller. I think you're absolutely right. I think if I buy from Shop X and Shop X is couriering to me, then the courier is none of my beeswax. My contract is with the shop. I think that's right. We'll get a legal opinion on this in a while. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cork's 96 FM. The lines are live. Join the conversation. Call 0818 96 96 96. Text or WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Hawks 96FM. Yep, Premier League live back this weekend on 96fm.ie with Trevor and the team. Saturday for midday, powered by TalkSport. Three live matches Tomorrow, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool, 12.30. Man U versus Bournemouth at 3. And Aston Villa against Arsenal, half past five. Plus all of the information as it comes in, goal by goal, from the other grounds. Premier League Live Online, brought to you by Harvey Norman, your home of the big screen. You're listening Saturday on the Cork's 96FM app. Or you can go to 96fm.ie. The lads at the Cork Lions Club have asked me to tell you that it's the last day of their online auction. Businesses have donated vouchers and they're being auctioned to support the Cork Lions Club Christmas food appeal. They've had uh, some great fun during the week. Great value of people who don't want to leave their sit their chair to do their shopping even. You can access the auction CorkLionsClub.ie CorkLionsClub.ie And that comes to me from Martin Wally Happy to help with that So, uh, first of all Someone says here Those regulations are only for vehicles Of less, of over 3.5 tonnes They have a tachograph fitted Lads with a van under 3 tonne Aren't governed by those regulations They have no tachograph fitted Thank you for that If anybody wants to add to that one they can certainly do it at 0818969696. But let's check up on the legalities of this, because it all started out with Tom. So I buy something from Joe Soap Limited, and it is delivered to me by John Doe Couriers. And something is wrong. Let's bring William Harvey from Martin Harvey's Listers in there. Who's my beef with, William? Is it with Joe Soap Limited, 
or John Doe Deliveries. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me on, PJ. Not so at all. Your, your beef, so to speak, will be with the seller uh, of the goods. So when someone purchases something from, from a company, a business, whatever it might be, your contract is with that particular individual and that contract will provide for the sale of the good, the services, whatever it may be, and the, the postage of it. So if anybody has an issue with fault or goods arriving damaged or late or whatever it may be, you, uh, your initial recourse is certainly with the person you purchased it from as they're the person you have the contract with. So the package arrives on my front door and it's open or broken, it's with the seller, not the courier. Exactly. So your your contract, your agreement is with the seller. They're the individual or company that has agreed to provide you with whatever it may be and that's who you have your contract with. So that's who your recourse with. You wouldn't, generally speaking, have any, um, you wouldn't have a contract generally with the, um, courier. the delivery courier mm-hmm. agent. Now, there are exceptions to that and it normally arise where you have sometimes more precious goods or art or something like that where somebody arranges their own specialised courier and if those are, if the goods are damaged in transit there and you're the person who arranged the courier, the responsibility then is on you uh, and it's a matter of you to take it up with the courier individually as opposed to the seller. Mm. But for your everyday package... It's your 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 deal is with the place you bought it. Supposing something That's doesn't right. turn up at all, William. So it, it's essentially the same PJ as uh, if it arrives on your door damaged. You've entered into an agreement. The company or whoever may be is going to furnish you with the uh, the goods. They haven't arrived for whatever reason, and your recourse again is with the seller. No different with or damaged. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes you'll get the you'll ring the seller. William, you know this. You, I'm sure people have said it. Yeah, I rang. Yeah. The, I rang the fellow I bought it off of, and he said, "Oh no, my problems with the courier and ring them." Yeah, no, that, and that often arises. But in these circumstances, your contract is with the seller. You have no contract or agreement with the uh, delivery or courier courier agent. And uh, like we do get these calls quite a bit, and people ask me, "What should I do?" Mm-hmm. You, you two, you two recourses really. You, you can make a complaint to the Consumer Protection Commission. Number one. Uh, and two, or you can do them simultaneously also, is the, the small claims court, which deals with claims up to about €2,000, would be adequate for the majority of, of what you would have posted. Uh, you can bring a claim via your local uh, district court office to the uh, small claims court. Mm-hmm. And is it implicit in, like if I buy something these days, you generally get a receipt by by email from whomever you buy it. Let's bring it back to Joe Soap Limited. Joe Soap Limited sends me an email. Is that, William... Um, in law, the equivalent of a contract to supply me with yeah. that good. Yeah, absolutely, PJ. It's exactly it's what you're relying on. And normally, on most websites, you'll see their terms and conditions. And I know most people don't, but it is recommended that if you are buying something, that you do look at the terms and conditions as regards posting first, just to make sure there's no unusual clauses or any clause that would you know where might set out that they bear no responsibility for the postage or delivery. Now. Again, most people wouldn't buy a product if they were aware of that or certainly buy it via uh, a courier. So it's always important to check the terms and conditions. Most people don't. It only takes a few minutes to scan the eyes down through it to mm. make sure everything is, is covered, you know. Mm. So I'd always recommend you check the, the terms and conditions on the website. Yes. And in ter- this time of the year, we all know they're exceptionally busy. I, I suppose common sense would dictate, William, 
that you don't buy something on the 22nd of December to have it under the tree on Christmas Eve. No, and, and I think most businesses these days now are almost shouting from the rooftops saying, you know, if you want this before such a date, you know, you need to order by this date or we're not taking orders for Christmas after this date, you know. So it's it's normally very clear these days. Businesses set it out quite clearly. You won't get this if you order after this date, you know. And they need to, they, they need to point that out so they can come back to you afterwards. That You've made that very clear, William, and I appreciate it. If I buy online... I buy from the company, and in fact, um, I think Tom originally was 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 quite correct. I buy from William Harvey Limited. Uh, it's delivered to me by somebody else, but my deal is with William Harvey. It's up to William Harvey to get it to me. And if he doesn't, or if it's broken, my 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 beef is with William Harvey. Precisely, exactly. Right. That's what the law says, William. Thank you, uh, William Harvey of Martin Harvey Solicitors. That is what the law said. If you buy from Joe Soap Limited and you buy something and it's brought, it's being brought to you by John Doe Couriers, it's the deal is with the guy you bought it from. The deal is with the person you bought it from. And that's very important. Thank you, William Harvey of Martin Harvey Solicitors. Uh, Elaine, you had a problem yourself. Morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good. This is an online issue, really, more than a courier one, but we'll drive on. Yeah, so about two weeks ago or longer, I think it was um, the second last week, November, I was purchasing um, gift cards online. So I won't mention the retailer, but okay. they're um, reputable Irish retailer, I'll say. Okay. Um, and I buy enough things online that I'm comfortable buying online. I kind of think I know what I'm doing and all that. Mm. Um, and I was using my Revolut card. Um, and from time to time, I don't know, does it depend on the website you're on, but Revolut will ask you to verify the payment through their app. Mm-hmm. So I left the browser to verify it through the Revolut app, went back to my browser, and all the information was gone. It was just like a blank page. Okay. So um, I just thought, okay, whatever happened, happened. The transaction was completed because I did not complete it, um, but received no confirmation email or anything like that. And I went into my Revolut app and the money was gone straight away. Okay. So I work in retail myself. I understand sometimes payments can appear to go through two times or you may have been charged and the payments declined, but it shows as the payment has gone through. I know the payment can bounce back. Mm. So I waited maybe three to four days and the payment showed as completed. So I contacted the retailer, um, I explained the situation and they said, oh, we don't deal with gift cards, um, our customer service department doesn't deal with them, we use a third party company, so you need to contact them. Okay, now just to maybe pause you there, you had bought it from that company? From this Irish company, and, yeah, and on when, their and, website. And when, it was, when, when you rang them back, they told you of a third party? Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to what William Harvey was telling me, your contract is with the company, but drive on anyway. Okay. So I contacted this third party company. Um, so the initial contact to customer service, I emailed them. So when she said, oh, we use this third party company, I was like, okay, I'm just going to make the phone call. So I rang them. And the lady was lovely, really, really nice and helpful up until she kept saying, I can't find any record of a transaction. So basically she took my name, my email address, my phone number, all those details, 
and nothing was shown up on their end, mm-hmm. obviously, because nothing was completed. So I said, yes, I said, but the payment has gone through. And she kept saying, no, it's only pending, it's only pending. And I said, look, I said, I've waited. It's actually after being completed. Mm-hmm. This is four to five days ago. So then she kind of, her attitude changed a bit and she got a bit huffy. And she said, there's nothing more I can do for you. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, look, I said, this is a lot of money. This is 150 euro, PJ. Of course. A lot, a lot of money to me. Um, so I said, look, I said, can you send me? I said, she said, wait up to a week and see if the money comes back. I said, that's fine. I said, but can I get an email or some record of this phone call that I've contacted you on this date? This is what you've told me to do. That's right. And she said, oh, I can't do that. So I said, okay. So I waited the week after and now I've just contacted Revolution myself. Um, they offer a chargeback process, which is basically... They'll, I don't know exactly the details, but that they kind of go to the merchant themselves mm-hmm. and try and get the money back. They do back a reverse investigation up the line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they've more or less told me there's absolutely no guarantee that we can get your money back. Mm, yeah. So. Do you have or did you get, I may have missed this, I apologise. Did you have or do you get? did you get any kind of receipt from the original company that you bought from? Nothing whatsoever. Oh, not even an email? No, and my my kind of argument is, well, one, I've got zero proof that I did this payment, only that the money's gone. It's showing on my Revolut app. But obviously I received something because the transaction didn't go through on my end. You know, it's kind of, it's a bit of circle because... It's sticky. Yeah. It's sticky. Revolut, to to give them credit, um, they're they're very sticky about you doing things their way. But if you do things their way, they have a very good, a fairly good reputation for for delivering for you. Yeah, so I'm just kind of fingers crossed that they can. And I've been with them, I'm going to say, eight years. And touch wood, I've never had an issue. I've never had to use the chargeback process. I'm hoping that all that goes in my favour. Yeah. My, my but, other um, suggestion yeah. might be, Elaine, and it's this, that they wouldn't offer you the chargeback process if they said if they thought it wasn't going to apply. That's just my thought. Yeah, I'm hoping that as well. Um, and a couple of days ago, they refunded my card, the amount, but they sent me an email straight after saying, we've provisionally refunded you. We may require this money back if the chargeback process doesn't work. I think you'd be so cool. I, so I think you'd be cool. They are trying on their behalf. They I think you'd be money cool. In the I don't think they'd. I don't. I don't think they'd give it to you if they thought they weren't. They're were going to lose it afterwards. Well, that's exactly what the email says. Yeah. We've provisionally refunded you, so you can use the funds in the meantime. But please do um, kind of be aware that we may require the money back okay. if this isn't. Yeah. Let us know what happens with that, Elaine. Uh, because I will. I'm, I'm, I will uh, that's an interesting one. Now they've provisionally given you back the money. They're investigating the transaction. Yeah. Come back to me and let me know what, what, what goes on there. Thank okay. you thank you for that. And the original company who you bought the gift card from, your beef is with the company, not a third party. If we've learned that, thank you. Thank you for that, Elaine. If, if we've learned something this morning from William Harvey, it's this. And in fairness, Tom was right. If you buy something online, your contract is with the if you buy just buy something whether it's online or you ring it up, ring on the phone if you buy something today from company x 
It's being brought to you by Courier Y. But Company X is responsible for getting it to you. That's what the law says. It cannot refer you back to the courier. The courier... Yes, the courier is responsible for getting it to you safely, but they booked the courier. So if you buy something today for a present from Company X, and it's being brought to you by Courier Away, and you don't get it, or it turns up damaged, or turns up broken, your contract, and thanks to William Harvey for this, and we will podcast that interview afterward, your, your contract is with the company from which you bought the item. 0818-96-96-96. Thank you to Elaine and thank you to others who called us. I know someone who did driving for a company, says Mary. He delivered a parcel to an address which he went to according to postcode. When the complaint went in that the person didn't get the parcel, the company said to the driver, and now he took photos as well to prove he did deliver it. The postcode was wrong. The company said sorry to the delivery driver. So it's not all the time. They were at fault. No, Mary, I accept that. I remember going somewhere. I won't say where, because it was also quite a reputable company. Uh, I, I went to collect something from a company, and I had no idea where they were, so I asked them for their air code. <laughs> or rather, sorry, I got their air code off the web, and I put it into my Google Maps, as you do, and I stuck it into my car radio, as you do, and I took my directions, as you do, and I pulled up at a completely different company entirely. And I said, what the hell is going on here? Went and knocked on the door, went in, opened up the reception desk and said, I'm supposed to be collecting... Oh, not you too. And of course, they knew me. They opened my mouth. Not you too, PJ. You're the fourth today. They're behind us on the other side of the, st- of the estate. I said, okay, that's fine. They have our air code and we have theirs. Lovely. Lovely, says I. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Join the conversation. This is the opinion line with Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cork's ninety six FM. We're playing all your favorite Christmas hits after midday on Cork's ninety six FM. Merry Christmas with your local mace. Great value deals for family and friends this Christmas. I'm not too sure how true this is, but it looks right. Just someone, something to highlight about on post. They only allow the post person 75 seconds to deliver a parcel that requires a signature. Oh, I get that. If someone comes and they only have a... Well, I, think, I guess if you're out doing 100 deliveries, you can't be waiting all day for someone to get at the door, but it's noted... Thank you. 0818 PJ, screenshot all updates on tracking. I was supposed to have received a parcel three days before it even left the depot. Despite numerous emails about it, I got nowhere. They adjusted the tracking, trying to say I signed for it, but there was no copy of the signature. Luckily, it was only worth about 20 quid, and I had no satisfaction from PayPal, uh, says Anne. 0818 Now, it's a while since I had a chat with my old pal, uh, Nicole O'Brien. You remember we met up with Nicole first, Nicole's from Shannon, based in London. We met up first when she was on the Netflix show, Too Hot to Handle. It was a, a dating show with a twist. And she went on to do some recording, uh, songs, and being on Instagram. She had 690, nearly 700,000 followers on Instagram. And then she got into designing clothes and her new clothing collection. 
called the Agenda Collection. Now, Beyonce and her team, her band, her backing dancers, have been wearing, they've been wearing the Agenda Collection. Uh, Big news, of course, for Nicole. Uh, We'll talk about Beyonce in a minute, but tell me a bit more first, Nicole, about the Agenda Collection. Morning to you. How are you, PJ? I'm good. Um, The Agenda Collection, basically, since studying business in UCC, commerce, like I always wanted to have my own company and I'm very into fashion and I think obviously that's what I've been doing over the past few years after Too Hot to Handle and stuff. And I thought, you know what, why not have my own brand, like a fashion brand? Um, So I actually came in contact with this guy who's now my business partner. We set it up and I'm very into like cozy clothes, so hoodies, tracksuits. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. So we created Agenda Collection um, and it's just, it's done great. We've had things that have been sold out and everything and we're Mm. actually being stocked in Marina Market for Christmas. Really? Yeah, so that's the first time I've gotten to tell anyone. So, yeah, it's very exciting. Breaking news. The marina market for Christmas. Deadly. That's great. Yeah, so they have a little store um, and in the back of Marina Market with all Irish brands. I think it's actually Cork brands. So mm-hmm. Agenda Collection will be stocked there. So Will we're you very be coming over for Christmas? Will you, will, you be, will you be showing up to demonstrate? I will, I will. So in the next couple of weeks, um, all the collection, bits and pieces of it will be brought down to Marina Market. So I will be there and um, either in the next couple of weeks or the next three or four weeks. And just meeting everyone and I just can't wait. I love bringing it home to Cork. Fantastic. How do you go about getting your own brand, Nicole? Build that process for me. You can't just go out and put your name on, on a sweatshirt. like. No, I think, do you know, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What? I'm very blessed that I came in contact with this guy who actually, he's done brands for Rita Ora and, you know, really big people. And he helped me a lot with it all. Um, So I think having someone else help you is a massive thing. I think... Knowing, you know, the like trying to find the good quality bra- um, of fabric and your branding, it took me three years. Right. So I've been working on this for the past three years. I launched it last year and I wasn't happy with it. So after two weeks of launching, I brought it back to production. Nice. Um, just being at the perfectionist I am like, but... Yeah, it's it's quite hard, but I think if you if you set out a plan and you know what you want, mm-hmm. um, everything's online. You can figure it out. There's loads of tutorials on YouTube, and you can look up everything online. And there's so many women now who have their own brands and they're bossing it, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think anyone can do it if you put your mind to it. Did I see where Rita Ora got into pennies? For goodness' sake! I know that's your next mark. But Kabir, how on earth did your stuff end up getting worn by Beyonce's? dancers how did that happen like oh it was crazy so my music manager um used to throw parties for them back in the day when they would come to dublin so they came over here for their show in june um in london beyonce's show 
and he was meeting them all and he put together like a little gift bag. So in the gift bag, we included our bucket hat. Um, I didn't want to give them, you know, anything too bulky because they were doing their whole show around Europe and I thought they don't want any puffer jackets in their suitcase. So we'll give them the bucket hat. I didn't think much of it. I really didn't think, you know, that they would wear it much because they're obviously getting gifted so many things. And lo and behold, I seen it all over their tour. They're wearing it everywhere. Um, on their downtime um, and then actually the last day where Beyonce did her last show they were all on stage and the dancers and the band were wearing it on stage next to Beyonce which Beyonce has seen my brand which is crazy and you know Beyonce would tell you to take it off if she didn't like it in the photo so she must love agenda <laughs> so so there so there you are you're you you give some of the hats out and you think right that's the last I'll see of that now and then it's on stage that's my stuff yeah. How does that feel? Honestly, I cried. I was like, this is so crazy to think that I put like blood, sweat and tears into this. And the fact that they're loving the hat, they're loving the brand. And they actually messaged my manager to say like, oh, we love the pieces. So I'm going to send them more stuff. But Beyonce has a film of her um, tour coming out next week I think it is right? and I'm fingers crossed because it's all of them in their rehearsals they're touring everything fingers crossed agenda gets put into that because if it does I will die <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm thinking like you sit there right put on the DVD or download the, the file and you play it yeah. back <laughs> I'll cry I'll cry so like obviously none of us know if it's going to be featured but I'm like fingers crossed it will and that's, it, that's probably the biggest milestone that I've had to date and I think I'm just so passionate about business like my mom and dad own a business so I've kind of grown up with like entrepreneurs and my granny and stuff like that so it's been in my blood and I think I'm just so passionate about it and I love my fashion so I'm delighted as well the fact that I get to bring it home to Cork and Marina yeah. Market like it's, it's brilliant. all brilliant. The music is going well for you we'll play the the new song in a little while but uh, you've, you've you've had a couple of singles now and and decent bit of success with them. Yeah, the music has done so well. So I released this um, a few weeks ago. It's called Girls Like Me. It's about taking back your power in a bad relationship or a situationship. Because with me, sometimes I ignore all the red flags and I become so invested. And it's left me depleted in the past where my mental health has suffered quite a lot and stuff. And I kind of woke up one day like last year and I was like, do you know what? I don't want to be going through this anymore. I want to write a song about taking back your power mm -hmm. and just feeling good. And, you know, that's how the song came about. And I've gotten so many messages and people are loving it. And it's like it's that anthem that you just want to blare in the car. And it's very different to my other songs. It's more of the kind of Ava Max, Kim Petras vibe, yeah. really poppy. It's really well produced um, as well. Yeah. Lovely, lovely mix down to it. It's really cool. Really? Thank you, thank you. Yeah. The relationship thing, like, of course, we the first time I ever spoke to you was when you were on Too Hot to Handle. You've had yeah. a few bozos on the scene, haven't you, Nicole, to be fair? I have, I have. Do you know what? I, I feel like I just go for the wrong people. It's so funny because, like, 
my mom's always like, oh my God, these are just not, not the right men you should be going for. I don't know what it is. I must be blinded. And then this song is about an ex that I was on and off with for a few years, like would just pick me up and drop me. And because I was so infatuated, I was completely blinded. And I think once you come out of a situation, you see all the bad things that have happened and the gaslighting and, you know, um, just making me feel so bad all the time about mm. myself. And, you know, you don't really see it, but the outside people do, your friends, your family. And, yeah. you know, it's important to actually listen to well, people and not kind of shun them away when they, you know, give their two pence in. Looking back, was too hot to handle maybe a mistake or would you do it all again? Oh, definitely not a mistake. I think, you know what, it's it's gotten me to do my music and mm. to do to have my own brand. Like, I am so, so grateful for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yes, it maybe brought me the wrong type of lads. <laughs> but, but now that I'm older, I mean, we filmed that back in 2019. Like, that was years ago. It came out in 2020 then, like the year after filming. So I was a little baba. So now I'm like much more mature in like my mindset and, you know, so I think I'm so eternally grateful for that opportunity. Um, and I think everything happens for a reason in life. So I think without that, I wouldn't have been able to properly do what I'm doing now. Um, so, yeah, I'm eternally grateful. Well, but we'd, pro- we'd probably have never have spoken if it hadn't been for too hot to handle. So I'm glad that we did. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You, you, so you'll, you'll be home for Christmas, will you? Yeah, I'm going to come home, I think, around the 20th. And I'll be back for like maybe a week and a half or so. I just can't wait to come home. I love my parents. They're big into Christmas. Like mm. we've got so many Christmas traditions. So I just can't wait to be with my family um, and just see all my friends. And everyone obviously comes home for Christmas because we're all I moved to London with about 10 of my Irish friends mm. and they've all dispersed to Australia and different countries now. But a lot of us will be home. So it'll be so nice just to see everyone and get into the Christmas spirit. (laughs) And, I mean, 2023 has been a big year with Beyonce's crew wearing your hats and and new music Mm -hmm. and and all of that. Plans or ambitions for 2024? World domination? World domination. Do you know what? I just feel like it's a blessing and a curse. Like, I always have to do the most. Like, I always have to be super busy. And a few years ago, I did, like have burnout where I couldn't get out of bed for about a month because I just did too much. So I'm trying to pace myself Mm. now. I've got like the best management team to help me with everything. But 2024, we're going to be doing more clothing with Agenda. More music is coming out. I'm going to be doing a show in London, a headline show in London, which I'll be announcing soon as well. Um, So there's a lot happening and I just want to keep thriving and keep doing as much as I can because um, it just makes me happy. I love being busy. <laughs> well, let me know when the stuff is going into the marina market and we'll give it a good push for you here. Great catching up oh, with you again, great. Nicole. You too. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. Maybe talk to you over the festive season when you're home. That's Nicole O'Brien from India Shannon. Big in the world of fashion and music. And Beyonce's team wearing her hats. That's nothing to be sniffed at. Let's have a quick lash up the song that she's got out at the moment. It's called Girls Like Me. Just a... Just a wee snatch. Here we go.
That's a handy pop song, Nicole O'Brien. Girls like me, wherever you get your music these days. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cox 96 FM. They can call me. Wayne Hilton. Wayne Hilton. The Weekend. On Cork's 96 FM. Join me Saturday mornings from 10. I've got four hours of the best music mix. Check out the Cork Weekend Survey. Have a go at the Wayne Teaser question. There's the latest celebrity goss. A look at what's happening around town. And we'll keep you up to date with all your essential Cork news. Wayne Hilton. Saturdays, 10 a.m. With Newmarket Motors for the Volkswagen ID Buzz. Fully electric, fully connected and full of new ideas. Newmarketvolkswagen.ie On Cork's 96FM. I must tell you before we finish today, Day. And if not, I'll definitely write it down and do it Monday. The best business insult I ever heard. Pal of mine was telling me in an Instagram message uh, over the last few days, the best business insult he ever heard in his life. That's to come. After 11, it's our last go on the opinion line of the Corks 96 FM's 10K Toy Giver. We have two winners. We had one last week and one this week. Still two more 500 euro toy shopping sprees to be one today after six with Izzy on the big drive home and after 11 another chance for you to qualify for that draw you just text or whatsapp the daily password get it right on the air with me and we'll put you in the draw after six uh, the 10k toy giveaway with your local credit union helping you have a wonderful Christmas only on Cork's 96 FM what? oh, oh the password yeah the, the password is bells it is just gone quarter to 11 on a Friday, which means that once more, it is time for this. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Cork's 96FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Check out hourstoprotect.ie for more info. This week on Ours to Protect, we will hear about Cork's local Christmas tree farmers and the efforts and innovations that they employ to make sure that families across the city and county can fill their living rooms with sustainable festivity. While Christmas is the highlight of many's year, it is also one of the planet's most wasteful. A question that arises for many year on year is down to trees, real or artificial. Finton Reardon is a Christmas tree farmer from Cork whose plantation is employing innovative, environmentally friendly growing methods. We're an organic Christmas tree farm. We sell trees out of Centre Park Road and Carbag Ovens just around the corner from the Ballancolic Rugby Club. We have Noble Fur, Nordman Fur, and we know Fraser Fur has just come on stream as well. In another couple of years, we'll also have Korean Fur, Balsam Fur, and a, a small bit of Blue Spruce as well. They're, they're very popular North American trees, so we, we'd love to have a variety of all different types. It just makes it more fun for customers to come out and choose a tree on the farm or down here in Centre Park Road. It is all year round. The summertime is just as critical as the harvest season because the trees start growing May and then they harden up around July so we've kind of small window it's all about timing getting everything done at the right time to make sure the trees grow in a nice symmetrical shape obviously you, know, you don't want them to get too wide you don't want them to get them too tall too stocky so it's very very critical we've also put a lot of work into using more traditional methods for let's say removing herbicides like we've a Shropshire sheet that graze around the trees it was a lot of work at the start but it's well worth it 
pays off. We now work in a much healthier environment and all our surrounding the environment is, is much better as a result as well. A European Union pledge to plant an extra 3 billion trees by 2030 does not include Christmas trees as they are considered too short-lived. Christmastrees.ie, a Cork-based tree rental company owned by Colin Crowley, hopes to overcome this by providing families the option of renting the same tree year on year. We offer cut trees and we also do pot-grown trees and we rent live trees. We grow a lot of the trees ourselves in West Cork and the cut trees then we source from different places then around the country. There's a sustainability angle to it then, would you say yourself? There is for the pot-growns and for the rentals because people can rent the same tree then every year. We put a tag, we put a number on each tree and this is our third, you know, renting trees and we have customers coming back now this week renting the same tree that they rented back in Christmas 2021. So the tree stays alive, which is just something very nice as well. Definitely renting trees is a very sustainable way to do it. I think cut trees and pot-grown trees and renting trees, they're definitely getting more popular than the artificial tree. I think the artificial tree is definitely on the decline. People want the more sustainable option and that's something that we offer then. The fact that a live tree cut down can be replaced is an advantage over artificial trees. Pat Lahan of Castle Treasure Christmas Tree Farm thinks that there's no comparison between the two options. We had a dairy farm here but now we have eucalyptus and Christmas trees and we also have a cattle enterprise. We've been growing trees back west along and carrying places for I think it's around 35 years but in recent years we've been growing all the trees here locally. We're mainly Nordman. That seems to be what people want. It's a very good tree for retention of needles. Very good shape. So we've more or less 90% Nordman out of stage. We have some noble fir. The shape isn't quite as good but it has slightly better scent. But the Nordman seems to be the most popular tree because of the shape and the fullness of the tree. It's hard to know really. We're told that the sales for the artificial tree is rising and the sales for the real tree is rising as well. So it's very hard to understand the statistics but we're increasing our sales every year directly from the farm and I think the national figures are showing that there is a steady increase in the natural tree but there's no real comparison between having a natural tree rather than having a piece of plastic. It's nice to come out and pick your own tree in a real Christmas tree farm. It's a very memorable occasion for children and even for adults rather than pulling down a bit of plastic from the attic that it might need a good dusting down. I've compared it before to giving a bunch of plastic roses on Valentine's Day. It is the same as putting out a plastic Christmas tree once a year. I, I don't think there's anything to beat a natural tree for Christmas. There's no doubt. So you can see what all the trees that are growing here now are actually sucking carbon out of the air as distinct from something being being imported from wherever. We replant two trees for every tree that, that's sold in order to maintain the quality of because not every tree is acceptable to the market. So the amount of trees that are grown and the waste trees then are, we cut them up for firewood. So when you have a plantation like this, it's actually absorbing carbon on a daily basis. I think there's no comparison. I think that's what sustainability is all about. To learn more about sustainable Christmas trees, check the show notes of this episode. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Cork's 96FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Check out hourstoprotect.ie for more info. Sustainable Christmas tree. Are you an artificial or a real tree person? Uh, we have four Christmas trees. Well, five if you count the little plastic one we put in the front garden with the lights on it. But four Christmas trees, of which two are real and two are artificial. And this year we were thinking about changing. Sorry, I was thinking about because I'm the one who has to balance the damn thing. I was thinking about changing the main tree in the front room um, for an artificial tree. Because we have a beautiful artificial tree that used to belong to my parents that we have in the kitchen and we were thinking of moving one in well I was nearly disowned overnight 
I was almost disowned overnight. The front tree must be a real tree. Um, and I wasn't really going to push back much on that one. But some people would never have a real tree in the house. Some people do the artificial tree because it's just easier. And some of them come now with lights and all wired onto them. They're still plastic, though. And I talked to a fella last year, memorable, a guy who devised a way to wrap his Christmas tree, artificial, to wrap his Christmas tree up in black bags, sellotape and brown paper and put the whole thing up into the attic. Lights and all, still on it. He folded it up, but he wrapped it up. Then he would take it down, cut the wrapping off it, maybe unruffle it a small bit, and there he had a Christmas tree. If that's not sustainable, I don't know what is, but anyway. Magical Blarney, plenty of Christmas trees out there. We've teamed up with them all this week uh, for Cork's favourite Santa experience at Blarney Woolen Mills, a €250 voucher. You can go see their cosy Christmas cafe and visit their shopping complex and sample the best of it all. We've got a Christmas song, a Christmas movie, and a Christmas sound. I want you to tell me what these three are. That's easy. Santa's coming in town! Oh my God! It's a piece of cake. Last day of it. That's a piece of cake. That's the easiest one all week for me. Santa's coming in town. Santa! Oh my God! Yeah. Talk about Christmas movies. I don't think we'd be able to put my favourite. Well, sorry, my boy's favourite Christmas movie. Well, he has two favourite Christmas movies, actually. Home Alone. The more violence, the better in Home Alone. But the other one, Bad Santa. Bad Santa 1 or 2. Not for smallies, by the way. Bad Santa 1 and 2. But there you go. Tell us those three. The song, the sound, and the movie at 83 96 Text or WhatsApp your answer, and we will draw a winner before quitting time today. Thanks to our friends at Blarney Woolen Mills. Magical Blarney. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cox 96 FM. The minds are live. Join the conversation. Call 0818 96 96 96. Text or WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Cox 96 FM. Yes, yeah, so I have to tell you that line because if I don't, I'll forget it. I was just chatting to a pal of mine recently on, on the gram and he'd been at his... Christmas party and you know it's Christmas party season and sometimes at Christmas parties well discussions are had that shouldn't be had you should never bring work to the Christmas party yeah know that don't you but my buddy isn't long in the company and he was invited to the first Christmas party it's quite a dignified affair now it was just a dinner for maybe 10 or 15 or 20 people and a free bar for a couple of hours there was they were just there chatting and networking as it were and uh, his oldest pal in the company um, leaned across to him during dinner and said do you see Tony down the end and because my mate isn't long in the company Tony was new to him see Tony that's Tony in accounts right 
Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. See him there. See what he's doing. He's watching everyone. He's looking around the room. And sure enough, my pal looks down and there's Tony, a kind of a fella, fidgety. The other kind, fidgety. You know, a small little fella. And he ate his dinner and he's looking around and he's lamping the four corners of the room and looks like he's admiring the Christmas tree and he's looking at the decorations where, yeah, do you know what he's doing now, he says? He's looking for a bus to throw somebody under. I'm just thinking, what a line. Tony's looking around the room. He's looking for a bus to throw somebody under. I thought just best business insult in a long time. 0818969696, the number. The text or WhatsApp, 0833969696, and the email, opinion at 96fm.ie. Quick one for you as well, our 96mas, Cork's 96mas, is online at the moment with all those festive tunes you love and more besides. All your favourite Christmas hits non-stop at 96fm.ie and on the 96fm app. And Cork's 96mas brought to us by our good friends at Desi's Tyres. Open seven days with late evenings in Blackpool. They're also at Little Island, Carrigaline and Vickers Road. Desi's Tires.ie and Cork's 96 was brought to you only by Cork's 96 FM. Now we all know the work, the incredible work of Cork City Missing Persons Search and Recovery. They're one of these people, you recognise their work and you admire what they do, but you just hope against hope they never have to do it for you by the very nature of it. Uh, Marie, Marie Cregan, good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. It's fundraising time, Christmas fundraising time for the Cork City Missing Persons Search and Recovery. It sure is. Because, as you know, they rely solely on donations. Mm-hmm. Um, and their services are completely free. They conduct land, river and sea searches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help the Gardaí, the Irish Coast Guard and families of missing people. Now, the volunteers are highly trained, professional in all aspects of the search and recovery. And in fairness, PJ, they're available 24-7, 365 days a year and all voluntary. So they really need your help in raising funds. And I know I said it there in the introduction, we all admire their work. We just hope they never have to do it for us. Correct. Correct. And yes. it's such a professional outfit. People are amazed when you tell them they get no funding and they're all volunteers. Yeah, all volunteers, imagine, on call every hour of the night and day. It, they're amazing people, really, you know. Their dedication is amazing. And again, all free and depending on donations. Mm. And what is it that Which you're... Which is very hard. You're organising a huge fundraiser for them for Christmas. Yes. It's a Christmas light-up tractor-truck vintage car run taking place on Sunday. It will be leaving the Rochestown Park Hotel at around 5pm, but people will be registering down there from 3pm. So if people would like to come along and have a look and maybe give a euro or two, we would be delighted. It will leave the hotel at around approximately 5pm, travel down through Passage West, down into Monkstown, down into Ringeskiddy. It will turn down by the end of Ringeskiddy, come back up to Shannon Park, go down into Carrigaline, over the bridge, um, 
turn left, go down Crossaven Road and up by Educate together. Yeah. And then we'll come down the hill by Cogan's and down again through the main street of Carrigaline, where we hope people will come out and clap and cheer and see the work that these people have put into lighting up their tractors and their trucks. Yeah. From there, PJ, it will come back up into Douglas. It will turn left at Barry's pub. Hopefully, again, people might come out of the pub. Give us a few bob. It'll go up St. Columbus Terrace, turn left between John O'Sullivan's and the South County, go back up Douglas West, up Grange Hill, take a right, Mm -hmm. up past Super Value and up into Frankfield Church Car Park. That's that's some tour of Douglas, you know. It is, you know. You you won't miss them. You won't miss them down there. No, you won't miss them. You won't miss the noise anyway and the lights. So the kid, then you the kids, certainly won't miss them. The kids are going to love all the lights and love all, all, all the They love noise. them. And hopefully then, PJ, up into Frankfield Church Car Park for 7.30, where again, people are welcome to come along yeah. and, yeah. Um, you know, give their support. Are you all done so for Christmas? We'll, we'll, be, we'll be two weeks today. Two weeks today we'll be breaking up for the holidays. With organising and helping to organise this, they tell me you've nothing at all done for Christmas yourself. Not a thing. Not a box of biscuits bought. Not a thing. But you know, PJ, it'll come and go anyway. It'll be grand. I love that. It'll be grand. It'll be grand. It'll always happen. It'll be grand. It'll always happen. Are you one of these people who says every year, right, I'm going to be ready now? Yeah. And then then I'm going to start early. Yeah. And and then you're there on the. uh, Did you see in the news this morning? They said that the 23rd of December is the busiest day of the year for Christmas shopping. I mean, like... And the 24th will be for me. It'll probably be the 24th. I'll be flying into Tesco and Super Value and picking up whatever's there. And look, it'll be grand. It'll be, it'll grand. be great. Ten to four in it'll the day. Grand. Ten to four in the day running around like a mad yeah. thing. <laughs> like a mad woman around Douglas. <laughs> so. And isn't that the so Christmas So hopefully, PJ, hmm? it is indeed. So hopefully people will come out on Sunday and, you know, give a euro or two or whatever. Great. And please do, do try come out in the villages we'll be going through you know and give Mouches them a bit passage, of a clap or a skiddy carry a line and back into Douglas finishing at Frankfurt yes. torture on half seven a lot of noise a lot of lights a lot of fun for the kiddies and great fundraising for great people brilliant thank you so much PJ for taking welcome. the call thanks absolute, a million absolute have pleasure a, to you and all your crew. have a wonderful thank Christmas. you so much have a wonderful Christmas and to everybody involved in uh, the Cork City missing persons search and recovery they don't get a red cent from the government. Everything they do is through fundraising. Their work is amazing and you only know how good it is when unfortunately they have to do it for you. You never want, this is one group of people you never want to have to ask for help yourself because it means that something's gone horribly wrong for you or your family But they're many, and they get no funding. None. So here's the chance on Sunday, kicking off at five from Motorstown Park Hotel. They'll go to Passage, Monkstown, Ring of City, Carrigline, back into Douglas, finishing at Frankfield Church. Thanks, Marie, for that. Oh, and you'll see her running around like there's flames coming out of her at about five to five on Christmas Eve. And you know what? I mightn't be far behind her. The way I'm doing. Although I'm a bit better now than I was in terms of preparation for Christmas this year. Certainly am. 0818 96 
9696. Another event that is happening this weekend, Tay was on, asking us to mention that the Cork Rebels for Peace, Busk for Gaza, that's on today, 5 till 7, outside the GPO. 5 till 7, Busk for Gaza, today, outside the GPO. And thank you for that, Tay. Now, talk about doing your dream job. Imagine, and there's loads of people that during the, the pandemic, when we were all locked up at home, pivoted. That was the word that became uh, fashionable. They pivoted. They changed and did something new for themselves. Or some of them just turned a, a hobby into a business. And that's exactly what Rion Hanora did. She always dabbled in fashion design. But then during the last number of years, she has turned it into a business for herself. And in the course of 2023, she's won a major award. She joins me now from the RDS in Dublin, where I think, Rion, you're, you're actually at a major exhibition or a major craft fair that's up there uh, this week. Good morning to you. Hi, how are you? So I'm here at Gifted. Um, it's running till next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a Christmas craft fair and I very kindly got a stall along with my um, RDS Craft Award, which I received last April. Yeah. So that was really beneficial and really amazing to get. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. How did you get into fashion design? Um, I studied in Limerick School of Art and Design. Um, so I studied fashion design there. And then I suppose kind of like during COVID, I, like everyone, kind of had to come home um, from abroad and was finding it maybe a bit difficult to get a job within my kind of sector. Mm-hmm. So just started to sell my own bits. I started renting a studio from Sample Studios in Cork, actually. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of snowballed ever since. And about a year and a half ago, I quit my day job and went full time. What was your day job, matter of interest? I was teaching um, sewing classes, so like after school classes to kids. You had enough business to go full time. You're big into the Baroque style fashion. Yeah, so um, I love, I've always been very fascinated by um, kind of corsets and big gowns. Both of those are kind of feature, feature very prominently within my within my creations and within my collections. I suppose they're like very rich in history. Like I think they're by themselves, even like standalone, I think they're really beautiful pieces. So um, I try and kind of like make corsets and those kind of like historical pieces as much as I can but mm. m- with a more kind of contemporary twist on it. The um, heavy fabrics, so the colourful my- fabrics. Yeah, one of my collections I um, hosted a party with uh, some of my friends in Dublin and I covered the walls in cotton canvas and then what I did was I got some spray paint cans and left them out for people who were at the party to spray paint on the canvas right. and then that was then the fabric that I used for that collection. Okay. So it was kind of like a big collaboration between everyone that attended that party, which was really fun. Graffiti party, anyone? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Denise Tyler and Seamat, like you're 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 punching high here. Yeah. And I just did a recent collaboration with Kate Nash as well. So um, her new album is coming out in 2025. Yeah. So a lot of my pieces she's worn as well. So yeah, I love like I love being able to dress people for kind of stage and music videos, and it's yeah, it's very very rewarding. And, and when someone like like C Matt, who's sort of one of the hottest things in, in in the business at the moment, when they come to you and says, "I'd like you to do something for me," how does that feel? 
Great. Like for, for CMAD, it was uh, very special because I kind of made her nearly like a capsule wardrobe for her tour. Mm. So she came to my house one day and we kind of sat down together and designed everything nearly together. Like we had it all designed within an hour. Yeah. She said, you know, I want a communion dress. So I said, grand. And then she said, I want a denim look. And I said, grand. And like was just drawing as she was talking. And she was like, yeah, like this or like, you know, no, a little bit more like this. So, yeah, it was great. One of the biggest rising stars in music is sitting at your kitchen table going, I want that. And you're going, yeah, I want that. And you're going, hang on, I'm a designer to a star now. <laughs> She's a friend as well, so I see her more as a friend than uh, than the biggest writing stars in the world. But she is she is that as well, of course. So plans for twenty twenty four? How how much bigger can this brand get? Um, I'm hoping to yeah expand. Like obviously, I love um, making things for kind of talents and musicians and stuff. So I'd love to continue doing that. But um, there's a few showrooms in um, New York and Paris that have kind of tried to. Been getting, been getting me in for a few years, oh, for a few months, but um, fancy, yeah, yes. so potentially. Not bad for a girl from the lock. <laughs> True. <laughs> and you, I love the name of your Instagram, Reincarnation. Yeah, it's just a play on my name, I suppose. It's yeah. like Reincarnation. So, people, people can see um, all of the stuff you've done there. The colors, yeah, the colors are fabulous. That's the one thing I'll say. I know nothing about fashion. What I know about fashion design, you could write on the back of a postage stamp. But <laughs> I love colour and you've got some super colour. Rian, uh, pleasure talking to you and good luck with everything in the future. Thank you so much, PJ. The live from the floor of the RDS, which is just playing at the moment, that's uh, Rion. Rion Carnation, pop onto Instagram and have a look. It's R-I-O-N Carnation. R-I-O-N Carnation. All one word. 0818 Come back to Marion. Just laughing there. Um, at this, I mentioned it just off the cuff today, two weeks. This time, two weeks, we'll be getting ready to finish up for the holidays. And everyone is, oh, I'm done now and I'm halfway there. Marie is honest about it. She had nothing done. Not the stroke. Not the box of biscuits bought. Two weeks out. How are you? How are you? Have you got stuff done? Like, have you managed to get presents bought? Or have you even a, a notion of where you're going to get a dinner from? Like, are you one of these people who's really organised? Or are you lastminute.com? I often wonder if you set up a website. There must be one somewhere. Lastminute.com. There's a business out there for someone you know. Um, lastminute.com. For birthdays and for for Christmas and for anything you want. I'm sure there probably is a business out there called lastminute.com. But are you the ones that are going to be running around? And that thing in the news this morning, I thought it was so amusing. You know, the 23rd of December will be the busiest day of the year for Christmas shopping. And in other news, water is wet. <laughs> but are you super organised? Are you not organised at all? Are you one of those people? I've met them. Are you one of those people who did all the January sales last January and all you got to do now is take the stuff out of the attic and wrap it? Did you do that? I've never actually met someone who did all their Christmas shopping in the January sales. There must be some of them out there. And do you know I love as well as the people who will be around tonight now? Ah, sure, I've it all done. I'm all sorted. Watch them closely. They'll be the ones running around at lunchtime on Christmas Eve. I forgot something. Oh eight three three ninety six ninety six ninety six. Is there two manic weeks ahead of it for you? You might be buying toys. You might have toys to get. 
Well, maybe we can help with that because our last day today of the Corks 96FM 10K toy giveaway, two more big 500 euro toy shopping sprees to give away after six with Izzy on the big drive home. And here's your last chance from the opinion line, at least, to get involved. The password, oh, go on, the password was bells. All right. So text or WhatsApp your name now and that word, please. 083 396 it's brought to you by your local credit union, helping you to have a wonderful Christmas. Only on Cork's 96 FM. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cork's 96 FM. We're playing all your favourite Christmas hits after midday on Cork's 96 FM. With your local mace, amazing value, sure to make you smile this Christmas. Cork loves the arts. We do too. That's why we bring you the Arts House. Every Sunday on Cork's 96 FM. Hi, it's Elmery. Join myself and Connor every Sunday morning to find out what's happening in the arts all over Cork. There's so much happening. Fantastic festivals with great events for all ages. And we'll tell you all about them. The Arts House. Sunday mornings, 8 to 10. With Griffin's Potatoes. For fantastic quality and great taste guaranteed. Choose Griffin's Potatoes. Pinks and Roosters. Cork's 96 FM. Cork's 96 FM's 10K toy giveaway. With your local credit union helping you have a wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas. We've had such fun with this over the last couple of weeks and two Opinion Line listeners have gone through to win in the evenings with Izzy. Maybe we can make it a third as we finish out today. Still two big shopping sprees to be won this evening after six. I need to get someone into that draw, though, for the Cork Sunday 6 of M 10K toy giveaway with your local credit union. Where am I going? Rebecca! Hi. How are you? All the better for your call. Thank you so much. <laughs> what is the password? Bells. Bells it is! Well, a lot of people thank me at this point. But all I could do is guarantee to put you into the door with Izzy. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. I really appreciate it. That's it. That's You're amazing. in there. Now, now, I would advise you to keep the phone close. Keep it loud. Don't let it out of your sight. Because she'll oh, ring I'll two be, people after six. I'll be on top of it, I can assure you. <laughs> make, make sure now it's not in the handbag on vibrate. Okay. Oh, definitely not. 100%. <laughs> All right, 100%. Rebecca. I'll be stalking the phone. Thanks so much. <laughs> good, good luck this evening. That's Rebecca O'Reardon. Our last qualifier from the opinion line on the Cork Standing Hicks of 10K toy giveaway. Izzy with the draw this evening after six. Simon will have another qualifier after two, and Izzy will pick the final one after five, and then the draw is after six. We had such fun with this with your local credit union helping you have a wonderful Christmas only on Cork's 96 FM. 0818 Now, uh, you know the way the house is bursting at the seams already? Right? Uh, absolutely bursting at the seams. You just can't get one more thing in. But Santa is coming with a truckload of toys and books and stuff. And everything else is coming with a ton of toys and books and stuff. And not only do you have to make way for all that stuff to come, but you have to figure, is there anything I can actually get rid of? Is that is that possible at all? So that I actually have a house left 
at the end of it. <laughs> now, Alexandra, this is one that you had to think about. Um, house full of stuff, and you had to get rid of it. So, you have decided to do something special for Cork Simon. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Very yes. good. Yes, so as you said yourself, um, houses, everybody's houses are bursting at the seams with toys, with things. So we decided to do a charity, a toy, books and Christmas outfit set in aid of Cork Simon community. It's going to be on the 16th of December, Saturday the 16th of December. Okay. In Generation Education in Glamton. So just want to say that first, where, what. And uh, there's a lot of people who I'm part of a few um, uh, groups as well where parents recycle toys and clothes and things like that. And there's, while there's a lot of people uh, who are trying to get rid of stuff, there's plenty of people who are looking for, you know, like a, like a cheap uh, a present or, you know, uh, for things like that. So I thought, what better way than, you know, Putting, bringing a bit more life into all the um, toys, books, and Christmas outfits. Like, especially Christmas outfits. You'll wear them one Christmas, and then that's it, you know. I think it's a great idea, because if you have small children in particular, sure, you buy them something, or Santa brings them something when they're four, and by the time they're five, they've, they're bored with it, but it's still in perfect condition. It's those kind that's of toys. It. That's it. That's it. You won't believe like the amount of stuff and like people have been really good. People have reached out and they already donated toys. I have a house full of uh, bags that I need to sort now to put them into mm-hmm. categories to make sure they all have batteries and things like that. But yeah, I think it's going to be a great event. Yeah, you've got the, now. Where is that place, Alexander? The Generation so, Education. It's in Glanton. It's my daughter's preschool. So I approached the manager there and I said, look, we're all dying to do this and stuff. Would it be okay to do it here? And she was so kind nice. uh, to offer the, the place and also to give me a, um, a couple of staff members to, to help me with it as well on the day. Okay, so it's so toys, books, and, and then in good condition, toys, books or anything? Toys, books and Christmas outfits. Very good, excellent. And uh, do, do they just bring them straight down on the day so to the venue? What I'm trying to do, they don't. So while they don't, they don't have space in Generation Education to to hold uh, in advance. I'm collecting all the toys myself, and I'm going to price them, put batteries in them, and I'm usually doing the collections around the the preschool because it's like a good point for meeting people. And then I'll bring them on the um, on the day, on Saturday the 16th in the morning. I'm going a little bit earlier than the event starts just to have them all, you know, in categories, in price points, things like that. If anybody can't get in contact before that and they just want to come on the day with a few toys, and uh, they can do that as well. But I would much rather prefer to have everything ready in advance. Okay. Do you have a Facebook or anything, Alexander, that we people do, can... We do. We do. We have a Facebook event. It's called Charity uh, Toys and Sales. Um, I, can, I can send a link to the Facebook event page as well. Yeah, do that, and we will certainly uh, promote it for you. And, and good luck with it. Because I know that if it's a success, and I can't see why it wouldn't be, if it's a success, you, you'd like to do it on a bigger scale next year. That's 
it, that's it. So what I was thinking while I was just kind of trialing out this year, I was thinking next year to, uh, I thought about it a bit late, but to to get in early and talk to more um, uh, preschools, creches, things like that, you know, because it's a great space. Uh, parents of the, like a lot of the people who donated toys and stuff are the parents from my daughter's preschool, you know, so like it's a great place for something like that. So, no, it's yes, a, it's a like super idea. It it's a super idea. And I wish you every, every success with it. Alexandra, you. your accent is not of Glountown. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living in Ireland uh, 17 years, but I'm originally from Romania. Okay. Oh, and that's, it's St. Nicholas's Day, isn't it, that you celebrate? So your, your, your big Christmas day is kind of gone, isn't it? Um, we have both. So, like Saint Nicholas comes on the sixth of December, and that's kind of to kickstart the the Christmas season. Let's say so. Saint Nicholas traditionally brings uh, uh, sweets, uh, nothing, not big presents or anything, just kind of sweets and some fruits and stuff for kids that have been good. Yeah. Or a stick and coal for kids that haven't been so good. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and kids need to kids need to shine their shoes because Saint Nicholas leaves the gifts inside in the shoes. So kids all over Romania will shine their shoes and leave them by the door, yes. and then hope for the best in the morning. I've seen that actually because they also do Saint Nicholas's Day in Belgium, and I happened to be in Brussels one time, and I was wondering why all these shoes were outside people's houses and that's why they, they shine they were waiting for St. Nicholas that's the yeah. 103 that's has lovely been a... that's fantastic yeah and then you also celebrate the 6th of January because your husband is Spanish and of course they do three kings yes 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 so we're a intercultural household absolutely here. Like I'm from my husband is Spanish and we have two kids two beautiful girls and they've been born here in Ireland so like we 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 celebrate all three traditions. So in Spain, they have um, the three wise kings, which come on the 6th of January. Yeah. So again, it's kind of like a similar thing with the presents and sweets and things like that for the kids that have been good or um, call. I, I don't think they do sticks. It's just call for kids that haven't been so good. <laughs> yeah, that's... And of course, can may I ask before we... Uh, how yeah. did a Romanian lady and a Spanish man come to be living in Cork? In Cork, well, I moved when I was 20. I was very young. I didn't know exactly what I'm doing with my life. And uh, I had a relative living here. So he said, why don't you take a year off college? Because um, I was in college in Romania. I didn't like what I was studying. And take a year off, come here, maybe, I don't know, uh, get a job or study something here. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll do that. And I came and I just never left. And it was a similar story for my husband. Yes. He's been here about 15 years himself. And we met through a common friend. Um, I did eventually go to college here in Ireland. Mm. So we met through this guy that I was going um, to college with. Uh, they were working together and they just had a, they, he had a, a birthday party and we met there. And I could say it was love at first sight. And the rest is history. What were you doing in college? Uh, business management. Uh, you see, there's the brains behind yeah, this idea that you've just. Yeah. What yeah. What do they do? It. They're telling me here in my ear. They They eat pork for Christmas dinner in Romania. In Romania, yes, yeah, like a lot. That's like the main attraction. Let's say for Christmas, we eat a lot of pork. Like a lot of dishes would be based around pork, and they'll be quite fatty and stuff. Yeah. So um, I was talking to um, your producer earlier, and I was telling her that. Uh, um, 
it's very usual to hear on the news around Christmas that a lot of people end up in hospital in food coma. Get away. Yes, because, yeah, they, they do eat a lot of pork and it's quite fatty. And like we have a few dishes that would be traditional, but they are all based around pork in really? Romania. Yeah, yeah. They, they, and we would have the, the, the ham as part the, of the, the, yeah, part of the Christmas. Ham. And do you, have, do you have an Irish Christmas dinner as well in the middle of it all, do you? Uh, we do, we do. Uh, but we prefer duck to turkey. I find it a bit more juicy. What do you have? A duck, oh, duck instead of turkey. Yeah, lots of people go for a duck. Yeah. So how old are your how old are your kids now? My kids, uh, so the eldest is four and a half. Oh. Um, Alba, who's a little star, and then uh, the youngest Sarah is nearly two. She's between January. Oh, it's it. Oh, it's so perfect for Saint Nicholas and so perfect for Santa and so perfect yes. for everything. Well, I yes. wish you every success with what you're doing Thank next you weekend so for Cork Simon and we it's will promote it now the 16th the 16th of uh, of December from 10.30am until 2pm and all the proceeds are going to Cork Simon community and we're hoping to see as many people as possible we'll have a raffle with some really amazing prizes as well okay. people can buy raffle tickets in advance okay. so we thought about a few different things of how to get um, to get money so one is selling the toys okay. uh, second it's selling the raffle tickets. Okay. Well, let That's me it. know how you did, okay? Yes, give I me can't a, wait. Give me a call on the Monday after it and let me know how you did and we'll chat how, again because I've, I've really enjoyed chatting with you. You can tell the business training all over the place. You're coming back to the, <laughs> to the marketing at the Alexandra, lovely to talk to you. Alexandra from Romania, living in Glantown with her two lovely kids and her husband who's Spanish and they met in college. Such a lovely story. They, will do, they have done three Christmases. St. Nicholas's Day on the other day, they'll do the Feast of the Three Kings, the Epiphany, of what we call Women's Christmas on the 6th of January, and then they have Christmas. I'm jealous. I'm jealous as anything. 0818-969696. Ending up in a food coma. That's how we all feel, I think, about four o'clock or half four Christmas Day. Flop. They end up in hospital in the That's gas. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Now sadly, it's unlikely that he will end up at Christmas number one, much as we would have liked, because of the way the charts happen in Britain. It, it's it's highly unlikely now that uh, Shane McGowan will be number one in the UK for Christmas. It it turns out the research and Ken Sweeney had a great piece in Irish Sun uh, the other day about this. Pogues fans, like died in the world, diehard Pogues fans, tend not to stream. They tend to buy their music. And despite the fact that Fairy Tale of New York has hundreds and hundreds of thousands of streams, if not millions of streams, on uh, Spotify or Apple or Amazon or wherever you get your own music that way, streaming it doesn't really cut it with regard to the Pogues and the charts, plus the fact that all their other songs, Sally McLennan, Rainy Night in Soho, Pair of Brown Eyes, you name it, those songs have been streamed millions of times since he died. So sadly, he won't, probably won't be number one for Christmas, um, which would have been fitting. But what was very fitting is we're giving him a great send-off today. The great and the good are turning out. At the moment, his uh, cortege, horse-drawn, it's going around Dublin, and then they'll be brought, it'll be brought to Nina and County Tipperary, where he did so much of his growing up. 
and then his ashes will be scattered on the River Shannon. As Shane comes home, what else would we play as we remember our bard, Shane McGowan? After the break, we're going to the panto. Oh, Oh, no, no, we're we're not. not. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, no, you're not. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Coach 96 FM. I have often been accused of making it up as I go along here between 9 and 12, and sometimes we'll be correct. But Laura and Declan, for the next eight or nine nights, you're going to make it up as you go along on stage starting at half past ten. In the Improv Panther, Declan Wolf and Laura. Morning to you both. Morning, BJ. Good How are things? morning. Good. Now, Declan, I remember seeing you as Buttons a hundred years ago, and you still haven't grown up. Nope, refuse to. Why grow up? It's way more fun to be immature. <laughs> Where did the idea for this lunacy start? A panto that you'd make up as you go along, Laura? Um, I suppose that came from a, a weird brainchild of mine years ago. I, I'm from Clare originally, and I came down and I was working in the Opera House uh, in the marketing department, and I had no clue what panto was, and it was such a major phenomenon <laughs> down here. I know it's not it's becoming more of a thing in Limerick and Ennis and things now uh, but I'd never seen a panto and I, I remember I knew Clare was a strange place oh, but sure. God Cork horse leads the way you see Laura that's what it's all about we're, we're uncivilised up above in, in the Banwell County but uh, yeah I came down I mean, and you, I just you, hang on you've Marty Morrissey and no panto come on <laughs> I know we've got to get the Marty party started you know um, so I just I remember seeing panto and going what is happening you know there was just hundreds of people shouting and roaring and it wasn't just the kids it was the parents were even more involved and it just seemed uh, a bizarre concept to me so as the years went on I kind of said this script is so crazy and zany and takes so many tangents and things like that that I was joking one day and I said to Mary Hickson the the CEO at the time I said this is crazy sure I could make this up and she said sure go on so (laughs) and uh, she threw us a couple of weeks in the half moon and it just took off from there and now it's this kind of Cult hit that we have uh, thousands of people coming to see us every season. Now it's it's amazing. It's great. It it sells out and sells fast. So Declan, the concept is you're on stage with a crew that have no plans. Who de- who decides what we're doing for the night? Like the audience, they have complete control. They decide the show. They cast us as a team of players. We frantically run off stage, make up some musical numbers, sing along, get into costume, and then deliver. A very version of the traditional panto set that Cork audiences would be used to. Mm. And then we know we just got to get to the end where there's a load of weddings and a, a, an amazing song sheet at the end. There's, often, there's always a wedding. There's always a song sheet. There's always the, is there the bit at the end where a man comes out and makes us all dance? Absolutely, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And the okay. audience love it. Like Cork <laughs> does have such a huge tradition of pantomime. Yeah. The people are coming and they're reliving their bonkers childhoods mm-hmm. as adults. Yeah. It's very important, Laura. This is not mm-hmm. for the kids. They're to be so left at home with a babysitter. Yes. Well, the show starts at, at 10.30, so they should absolutely be tucked up in bed with their glorious babysitter while their parents get a well-deserved night out. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I do explain to people a lot is the show's not necessarily rude. No. It's more just because the adults in the room may have been drinking lots of Coca-Cola and yeah. just 
so excited <laughs> that they're not suitable for the children. Yes, they, they get a bit carried away at times and they have stormed the stage from time to time. We yeah, had, audience um, participation yes. is a must here. Yes. Yes. Now we don't, like, we're not that type now. We don't pull them out of the crowd unless they actively want to. Like we had a, a moment last year where, was it Sleeping Beauty? No, it was Snow White, I believe, was in her coma and we were trying to wake her up and uh, one of the crowds were shouting, go on, Jerry, get Jerry up there now. And then everyone starts, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. And sure, the next thing, your man came up and it was Cornelius at the time with Snow White with this massive beard, like, so funny. What? And Jerry comes up and plonks a big wet one on Cornelius in the middle of the show and the crowd went wild. It was gas. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm yeah. sure they did. So you're on tonight, mm-hmm. the 9th, 15th, 16th, 21st, 22nd and 23rd. Tickets are flying out the door. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're like we're 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 really busy this weekend. Like next Saturday is looking like a sellout, and and the following weekend will probably sell out too. Fantastic. So it's great. Yeah, and if you've not been, you should come along because the atmosphere in the auditorium is electric. Yeah, it is such. Like, I think a cult. At what you mentioned, it's got mm-hmm. that culty. Yeah, it's got a kind of a rocky feel. horror picture show thing about it. After these years, hasn't it? You yeah. literally people go people go night after night because you have no idea what's going to happen. Well, that's it. We have no clue what what Panto it's going to be tonight. It could be Sleeping Beauty. It could be Cinderella. It could be Aladdin. Who knows? But we'll just we'll just go with it and see what happens. Have you phoned Mary Hickson back yet to say I told you so? Uh, well, she's probably said it to me more so. She's like, look at you now. Fly, my pretty. Bookings at corkopperhouse.ie. Laura Hart and Dirkland Wolf, thank you. And break, and actually, I don't, well, they don't break a leg because if I tell you to break a leg, you might break a leg. Have a great season, guys. And hopefully I get in at some point, Declan Laura. Thank you. Last chance to get in for Magical Blarney now. What are these sounds? That's an easy one there. Santa's coming in town. Oh my God! Right, there you go. Give me in on the, on the three of those for Magical Blarney, 250 euro voucher. I have to talk to this man every time this year, my old pal Tom Woodward, the rotary tree. It's as much a part of Cork as the chair crib now at Christmas time. That beautiful, it'll be a completely yellow Christmas tree by Christmas Eve. Tom, good morning. Good morning. It's, this is our 21st year, and it's nuts to believe that it's gone for 21 years. Fantastic. Um, it, it, it's literally a part of the Christmas in, experience in the city centre. We asked the people of Cork to come along and write rib messages on yellow ribbons, remembering their loved ones at Christmas. We haul these ribbons up onto the tree, and as you say, as Christmas gets closer, the tree gets yellower, and it looks absolutely amazing. By Christmas Eve, it will be completely yellow. I was in last last year about the 23rd in the evening just popping in for sample the atmosphere and putting our own ribbons up there. It was amazing, Tom. It's beautiful. It is. It's a fantastic experience. You know, people come up and some people get emotional, of course. Other people uh, have chats about people they're remembering. And it is a fantastic experience for the volunteers, uh, the Rotary volunteers and the people who come along and write the messages. Um, donations aren't necessary, but if you do it like want to make a donation, it's greatly received. Uh, this year, the charities are Marymount, Enable Ireland, Cork Simon, Mary Curley's Sexual Violence Centre, Cork Arc, and Cork Cancer Support. Super. And oh. the people are, are so generous that we've raised over €1 million Euro over the last 20 years. That's fantastic. Tom, it launched tonight uh, by the Tonishta and indeed by the Lord Mayor, who will put up the first ribbon. Tom Woodward of uh, of the Rotary Cork Remembrance Tree this evening. My old pal Tom from many, many years ago. We shall not mention White Diamond Discos, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Tom. 
That's it. Who do we have? Vicky O'Leary in Dunamore. She gave us the right answers. Sleigh ride. Santa's coming in. Elf. And footsteps in the snow. €250 for Magic Blarney at the Blarney Woolen Mills is yours. That's it. Programme edited by Imro Hay, produced and researched by Richard Vickery. Thank you all for joining the conversation in whatever way you did. Go. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday just after nine. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Quartz 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.